This is Tani Talks Parsha, where we talk about the Parsha of the week with some practical lessons to keep. We are here in the Parshios of Acharemos Kedoshim, here in Sefer Vayikram, and we are looking at the idea of the after effect. Of course, the first thing that pops up to us is literally the death of Nadav and Avihu. They give the carbon to Hashem and different commentators, different aspects, different explanations what could have happened. Some say that they didn't listen to the advice of Moshe and Aaron. Some say that they given, gave an unwarranted carbon or they weren't allowed to enter the sanctuary, the Mishkan, and some say they had drunk wine and you're not allowed to enter while drinking wine. Whatever the reason may be, the sanctification process was marred by their deaths. And the interesting thing to think about is the after effect. How did Aharon respond? Aharon sees what happens. Of course, he's devastated. Two of his four children are gone. And Moshe talks about how Hashem is sanctified by those closest to him, which is a very interesting thing to say, a very interesting phrase. A lot of people talk about that throughout the generations. And Aaron's response, Vayidom Aaron. Aaron was silent. Aaron did not respond. Aaron did not complain, shout, yell, or scream at Hashem, even though I'm sure he felt many of those emotions. Interestingly, we don't hear what his wife's response was. I believe he married his aunt. And I don't remember her name offhand. Easily can be verified in the Torah itself. But whatever the case may be, this is his response. And oftentimes in life, in tragedy, in difficulties, and in very sad things that come, the greatness oftentimes, many times, is in the response. The greatness is in the after effects. What do people do as a response? How do people react? How do people go about in their response? Unfortunately, with the terrible, terrible deed tragedy, we see that there's a, th- a threefold approach that's trying to go on in the Jewish world, that they're trying to make a sanctification for those people. And in different terrorist attacks and different terrible things that happen in Israel and beyond, we see the Jewish response. We see the Jewish reaction. You think about Kobe Mandel. They made the Kobe Mandel Foundation a beautiful idea to help the kids and the siblings involved and the families involved in these terrible attacks and they make these beautiful camps and you see all these different organizations and how different people respond to tragedy, respond to very, very sad things. You think about the Klosenberger Rebbe himself who lost his wife and 11 children in the Shoah. What was his response? To give up and to just give in and to give way to despair, give way to... To, to sadness, that was not his response. He remarried and more children, built up hospitals and schools in Israel and abound and abroad. Beautiful, beautiful response, beautiful reaction. On a microcaustic level, the question becomes, we should never know from Yisurin, we should never know from sorrows, we should never know from death or tragedy in any form. But the real question becomes, we can learn from Acharimos Kedoshim, if people are sanctified and how they respond to situations in life, as Moshe tells Aaron about his children, that God is sanctified by those closest to him by taking them away. We should never know from these things. How do we respond to our own stimuli, to our own things that happen in our own life? I could tell you personally, I lost my dad when I was nine. I'm 35 now in 2023 over here. I lost my brother when I was 20. So respectively, that's 26 and 15 years ago. 
how did I respond? I don't know if I had a great response. I don't know if I had the proper response. I could just tell you that I saw two roads diverge in front of me. How could I respond to each aspect? How could I go about each aspect? And I chose to go one route versus the other. If someone, you know, Loa Leno has uh, has miscarriages or has other darkness or they, they lose a the baby, we should never know from such things. You know, how do they respond? How do they go and get up? Unfortunately, me and my wife ourselves had some darkness, you know, between kid three and four. We should never know from such things, you know, early on. And how do we respond? How do we get up and how do we go? It's not easy to keep going. It's not easy to plow through, but we have to do what we can to try to take the road that we can keep going. For me, music is a very strong, very strong responder. I wrote a song for my dad. I wrote a song for my brother and I wrote a song for the darkness. I call it the darkness we went through for those three aspects, those three things that um, we had to endure and it was especially difficult. It was during Corona. I couldn't even be there for one aspect. I wasn't allowed in. I had to wait outside. But even so, music for me is a type of response. My guitar, Baruch Hashem, my mom gifted me a Martin, beautiful guitar, one of the best guitars in the world. Saved up a lot, a lot over time in order to do that. I also have the other guitar, but I'm a lefty. So for me, learning guitar was interesting. I believe I have a different aspect of my brain that's tapped in maybe for artistry or creativity or whatnot, be that as it may. Again, we have to think how to respond to different things in our own life. And for my dad, I was very young, only nine, and then I started learning guitar after that. I wonder if that was a good response. I love guitar. I'm a big fan of guitar, playing it now for over 20 plus years, you know. But it's, uh, it's, it's really how we respond to the different stimuli, how we respond to different things, whether it be tragedies or certain stars, we should never know from such things, but different things in our life, how it comes to us, how do we get up and respond? So I didn't really know much different. Only at nine years old, I went back to school and uh, I tried to learn to, to live with the life of having one parent, which is really kind of like a yes, some kind of like an orphan on some aspect, on some level. Maybe I should have went for therapy much, much earlier to deal with it, but... Did start going much, much later in life, uh, a couple of uh, a months, a couple of years ago now at this point. Once a week, I try to talk to someone. It's always helpful to talk to different people, especially those of professional variety. And it doesn't make you a quack. It doesn't make you crazy. It makes you normal. Someone to talk to you in a professional capacity that can help you deal with different aspects in life, whether it be anger, whether it be impatience or different things, flexibility or whatever you need to work on, whatever, whatever addictions, afflictions or medos you have to work on, everyone has what they have to work on in life. But these are different ways of different responding. I can't change the fact of what happened. And then when I lost my brother, also very difficult as 20 years old, I did go back to Shiva for the last part of the year afterwards. It happened around Pesach time when I was finishing up my second year. I did go back for the last bit. And the Chesed mission where we used to do two Chesed a week, we tried to see a kid to work with on Tuesdays. I called it Chesed Tuesdays instead of Notar Tuesdays, as some people like to joke about. And on Thursday with the food packing mission, I renamed it Or Menachem 
on the little flyer that I would put up every every Thursday to get people to come for the food packing, a little tiny token to do with so. But there were two ways to go, either being depressed and despondent and feeling a lack in a, in a, a downward spiral, downward cycle, which I didn't want to take, or the other route, just trying to do what I can, mitzvahs and chesed and Torah lifestyle, the best I could, trying to infuse humor, humor into life, and even with their own darkness, and even with um, my brother, unfortunately, lost his... his baby very recently the baby only got to live a couple of days and they're having the Rucham Tikva fund and they're having the, that mission to try to build a mikvah which is a beautiful thing you could check that out on the Chesed fund as well chesedfund.com the Rucham Tikva mikvah which is a beautiful thing for people that need extra privacy and need extra it's a it's in different aspects of their life the question becomes though when we learn from Acharimos Kadoshim, how do we respond to sorrows to Yisur and to difficulties to tragedies how do we how do we I mean we should never ever ever any of us know from those things how do we respond to different things in life the Pasuk and the and the Parsha literally tells us Acharimos Kedoshim, after the death is the sanctification, after a tragedy, after a stimulus, a difficult aspect, initial, that is when we're kadosh, that is when we're sanctified, that is when our whole, we are holy in our response to different things Hashem sends us, that is where the greatness unfolds, that is where the greatness comes, that is where the ability to stand tall and stand strong and stand high head and shoulder above other people, above non-Jewish people and above people in general in life, that is where it comes. We think about Aram Vayidom, sometimes silence is the best response, which is not a response at all. Sometimes just being silent acceptance of what Hashem sends to us, what Hashem gives to us, that's the best way. Not complaining, not not yelling, screaming, or bewailing our lot in life, that we have no money, that we have no aspects, we have no this. Being happy with what we have. Ezehu Ashira Sameach Bechalka Ben Zoma teaches us in Birkel Vestal Aleph. Aaron teaches us that, uh, Moshe teaches us that Aaron teaches us. Hashem sanctifies those who are closest to Him through giving them trials and tribulations and sometimes actually taking them back. And Vayidom, sometimes the answer is silence. So take note, take hold. When we're sent different things, how do we respond? Getting up, being strong, or doing mitzvahs, doing chesed, doing Torah, whatever we can to remember those that are not with us, to move forward, to do what we can to make the world a better place. Is taking our strengths, our talents, our capabilities, and our talents, do what we can to make the world a better place, to make the world a brighter place, to make the world a more uplifted place, little by little, every single day, through many different ways, and that is what we can do in this life to make the world a much better place. If we can go about and use our talents and use our abilities to bring that, maybe we could finally be Zochem for Eliyahu himself to come and to herald for us the coming of Mashiach, the coming of the third base of English speedily in our days, and may that day in fact be today. This has been Tani Talks Parsha, where we talk about the Parsha of the week with some practical lessons to keep, and I'm reachable at MaximumTEE7 at gmail.com, and I'm your host, Tani.